Hey everybody, this is Vince Miller. Thank you so much for joining me for some more time in God's Word. Our call out today goes to Mark Johnson from Berlin, Connecticut. Thank you so much for your support. And I pray this devotional blesses you today. We're going to be in Nehemiah chapter 8. I'm going to read verses 4 down through verse 8. It reads, And Ezra the scribe stood on a wooden platform. Obviously they made a kind of pulpit area from, from which he was going to preach and read from that they had made for that purpose, and beside him stood, <laughs> well, a bunch of guys on his right and his left. I'm not going to try to pronounce their names because I'll just mutilate them anyway. So there's guys on his right and his left. They're basically laymen. Uh, next verse, and Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above the people, and as he opened it, the people stood. So out of reference for God, they stand. And then it says, and Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, which means so let it be, so let it be, lifting up their hands. And then they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Also, a bunch of other guys who are, by the way, just Levites here in this text, helped the people to understand the law while the people remained in their places. They read from the book, from the law of God clearly, and they gave the sense so the people understood the reading. So today, I kind of want you to imagine the scene here. It's, it's pretty impressive, by the way. We've got 42,000 people by uh, count of heads by Nehemiah in the previous chapter. 42,000 people that are within the walls of Jerusalem, probably gathered on the temple ground. Uh, an event that they had not witnessed since the onset of Babylonian captivity, at least 70 years in the past. Uh, the anticipation about this event was palatable in the air. I mean, it was thick in the air as, God as pe God's people anticipated hearing God's word for the very first time in a long time. Now, in the center of this gathering, there's a, a large stage area that's all prepared for this one occasion. On that day, Ezra, the scribe, a revered figure among the assembly, takes his place and then he unrolls the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible, a scroll before him, reading it to impart the scripture and wisdom and guidance to the people. Now, surrounding Ezra are a group of laymen and Levites. Uh, they played critical roles. Uh, they function as both kind of the ancient equivalent of a modern-day sound system dispersed among the crowd that where Ezra would essentially read a paragraph of the scroll and then they would translate it and disseminate it throughout the crowd. It was probably this incredible sound and echo of, of God's word across the people. With precision, these Levites now gave clarity and context to the message in every way so that every member of the assembly can actually hear and understand. It was probably a really dynamic process as Ezra's reading and these Levites are conveying and translating, disseminating this truth. And it was a connection back to an ancient language that well, it really had been diluted because of all the years they had spent in captivity. But in all this detail, I want you to notice one thing. What is front and center in this moment? It's God and his word. Now, I'm not a teacher who believes we should ever actually worship the Bible. Uh, that's called bibliolatry. We don't want to do that. We don't want to worship the Bible. We want to worship the God of the Bible because God's word communicates about him. But I do believe we live in a time that doesn't take the Bible seriously enough. I think a lot of modern trends have contributed to this problem over time, like the secularization of churches, a cultural trends in education that dismiss God's word, pluralism, and even the misinterpretation of love in religion. 
Uh, family activities have contributed to this, and even the blatant pastoral misinterpretation of God's word from the platform. And all these factors contribute to, I believe, the biblical drift that we're experiencing in our world today. And at some point, at some point, this happens because well, we thought we had a better way and a better word than God's way and God's word. But we don't need a better way, and we don't need a better word. We only need one way, and we need one word. And both are found in God's word alone. And when we center our lives around it, and we really listen to it, and we return to it, I believe significant things happen. And that's my dedication to you today. This is my essential application. I'm going to be reading God's word right here with you each day for the rest of my life. And all I'm going to try to do is just echo accuracy of God's way and his word and not mine. The question is, what are you going to do with the word that I share with you? I love you guys. I pray this bless you if it has shared with someone else. I'll see you right back here again.